to say. Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood here on the show. I'm your host, Christian, and today I'm joined by my trusty elf, Devin, here today, ringing in the holiday season. And today we are here to give our thoughts on the latest miniseries to hit Disney+, Plus. that is Hawkeye, episodes one and two, titled... Never Meet Your Heroes, and Hide and Seek, respectively. And before we begin today's show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. If you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we'd love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. Devin, happy Thanksgiving, or early Thanksgiving. Almost there. <laughs> Almost there. You, you, this Has this uh, put you into the uh, Christmas mood? Um, not quite there yet. Yeah. We'll, we'll see once Thanksgiving's over. Oh, my life. You're one of those people. You got to remember, Christmas starts November 1st. Always. <laughs> nah. Always. Ah, oh, come on, man. Where's your Christmas spirit? It's it's all about, it's it's all in good fun. Um, I'm definitely going to be sitting around watching some uh, Christmas movies, watching some football for, uh, thanksgiving so that's gonna be a lot of fun definitely so we're pretty much here it doesn't feel like it's november though does it it feels like it should still be the year of 2019 to be completely honest with you i I need a do-over we need to like come to an agreement say hey these last two years didn't happen we're gonna go back to 2019 and you know move on from there but yes bro (laughs) bro Bro, <laughs> man, oh man, like, like I said, you know, we are here today talking about Hawkeye episodes one and two. Episode one is titled Never Meet Your Heroes and episode two is titled Hide and Seek, respectively. Um, today is going to be yet again, just more of a shorter show because of my voice. Uh, there's only so much uh, I can pump out uh, during this time. But Devin, are you ready to get into our Hawkeye episode one and two review to kick off? this holiday season. Let's do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with our Hawkeye review right after this short break. So Kate is helping you with an Avengers level threat. He's my partner. It's kind of a stretch. I made a lot of powerful enemies. I can't go home until I fix it. We're in this together, right? We need a ton of trick arrows. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back with our Hawkeye episode one and two review. As always, we're going to be doing a little bit more of spoilers first, and then we'll get into the spoiler section once you hear this little love button. Boom. I, I You know, it, I should have put in a Christmas jingle instead because it's, it's, it's a nice little touch. But today we are here talking about Hawkeye episodes one and two. It is finally here. We're finally back on the Marvel MCU series train after what a, a month away after what if it feels like it's been longer, but I, I kind of enjoyed what if, but I'm enjoying this a lot more. It's, honestly, it's more of a 
breath of fresh air for me. But the creators of this show for Hawkeye include Reese Thomas and Jonathan Igla, and stars, of course, Haley Steinfeld, Tony Dalton, Florence Pugh, and Jeremy Renner. And the plot is as follows. The series based on Marvel's comic superhero Hawkeye, centering on the adventures of young Avenger Kate M. Bishop, who took on the role after the original Avenger, Clint Barton. So this is more of a passing of the torch, essentially. And, you know, within this, um, within these two episodes, we finally get more of, um, of Hawkeye, just more backstory, the, the backstory he deserves. He hasn't really necessarily been everyone's favorite Avenger, but I'm going to kick it up to Devin here so he can give his initial thoughts on Hawkeye episode one and two. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely a fan. I enjoyed these first two episodes. Anytime you get Haley Seinfeld on the screen, I'm going to be entertained because she is such a good actress and she always brings so much to these roles. I mean, she found a way to make Pitch Perfect 3 interesting, even though that was a terrible movie. She made um, Charlie's Angels a little interesting at the end, even though that was terrible. And she brought back Transformers. Bumblebee was actually pretty decent. So whatever she's in gets elevated. And it's definitely the case here because she is the star of the show, obviously. And you did mention Hawkeye. Um, I feel like he doesn't get too much more backstory, at least these first two episodes. We learned that he's, he's losing his hearing and he has to have a hearing aid because he is a human doing Avenger things. So, of course, he's going to have human injuries. So that's something new that we've, that we've learned here. But other than that, um, yeah, it's definitely more of a Kate Bishop story. I'm kind of interested to see if they keep that name. Kate Bishop as like her official hero name because in the comics she was also Lady Hawkeye and Hawkette, which are both awful. <laughs> so they're just gonna stick with Kate Bishop or maybe they'll just give her Hawkeye. Who knows? Maybe. And actually, Devin, this 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 just in. Like this is breaking news. Haley Seinfeld has been hospitalized for carrying November 2021 on her back. We hope for a quick and speedy recovery between Dickinson season three, which is phenomenal. And I keep telling people to watch it because it's amazing. Also, with Hawkeye coming out, seems to be more people are more warmed up to it. I know there are a few naysayers out there, but also with Arcane League of Legends, she um, voices one of the main characters in there as well. Um, have you been watching that, Devin? I have no interest. Devin, you should. League of Legends? Nah, I'm good. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Come on, Devin. Honestly, I'm not a League of Legends fan myself, but I finished Act 1 the other day. I th- This is probably the best... A- the best video game series we've literally had, but that's well, not saying much, but yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm, I'm dead serious, Devin. Like at least, at least watch the first three episodes. Tell me what you think. And then continue forward. If you so choose, I do agree with what Devin was saying about Hawkeye. Um, it is more of a backseat for Hawkeye in a way. It is somewhat odd of a name that they're, well, it, it is about Hawkeye, but it's more about passing the, tr- the torch, as we said before. Uh, Kate Bishop, uh, Haley Seinfeld, like you said, any project she's attached to, she just it she kills it. It's like it her her track record has been essentially flawless. I really like how within these uh, at least within the first episode we get a little bit more of a backstory. 
for Kate Bishop. I loved the opening of the first episode. Yeah. Her, uh, her upbringing and what, what caused her uh, hero moment, you can say. It was very similar to WandaVision with um, uh, Spectrum, I guess. I guess we don't know her name yet, but Spectrum, when they showed her in the hospital when the blip was happening. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, but I guess, yeah. But it's very similar to that. It's just very cool to see those perspectives. Right. And of course, with this episode, we're more um, it's, you know, it's doesn't really have anything to do with the blip, but it's about the attack on New York in 2012. You see how close uh, Kate is to her father. Um, and then moving forward, you know, with future events, um, uh, her father not no longer being with them. Um, and then kind of that kind of well, between that and a a sequence that happens that kind of puts her on the path of being a hero or wanting to become a hero. Um, I love how brave she is. I love how funny she is. You know, Haley Seinfeld always kills it with the comedy. Um, It's, it's more of Kate Bishop. She knows what she wants and she's very confident in that aspect. And that's what I really like about the character. When it comes to Hawkeye, um, I, I've always liked Hawkeye. Like, you know, some people are just like, oh, you know, the guy with the bow. But I think Disney does, or Marvel, I should say, Marvel does a really good job with turning, um, I guess you could say the lesser known or, the, yeah, the, the lesser known or lesser cared about heroes around. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. We see it with Hulk. We've seen it with um, Thor, for sure. And we've actually seen it with... Um, with Sam Wilson and, and Bucky, to be completely honest, because, I mean, for the longest time, they were just side characters and Captain America's mission. You know, like, they were there. We liked them, but people wanted to see more of them, and I think giving them that TV platform definitely elevated everything. Yeah, I would say that's the best comparison for this show, uh, fucking Winter Soldier. It's just because it's more street-level, more grounded, mm-hmm. and it just gives a chance for these side avengers to uh get some shine <laughs> side avengers I always, I always thought hawkeye was underrated in the original avengers movie mm-hmm. but then he hasn't really done much since then i do agree with you there Devin. um you know hawkeye is more he, he just takes more of a back seat like he always has and you know he finally has his own show i think from what we've seen so far between episodes one and two especially in episode two you start to see the dynamic the relationship form and the uh, the mentorship process kind of starts, but not in like an official way. They're kind of just pushed into certain situations where Kate is thrown into the middle of uh, the uh, the I guess between Hawkeye being Ronan during the uh, the blip era. You know, we, we're finally starting to see more of the repercussions of that. We never necessarily saw what happens, but I feel like this show is going to be, you know, telling us what the things, I guess, that he did he did do, you know, the enemies that he makes. And, of course, you know, we are supposed to essentially see um, Yelena in this series at some point. Um, I will say... As much as I do love Disney, uh, or excuse me, not Disney shows, Marvel shows, I I do feel like they could benefit from being longer. But these first two episodes are around fifteen minutes each, so like you you get a pretty good chunk of. Yeah, you it's going to be probably about a six hour series in the end. Yeah, yeah. If 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 things keep going this way, um, I do enjoy the longer run times for sure. But I guess what I'm saying when it comes to length is 
more episodes. Like, honestly, I feel like a lot of these can benefit probably from like a six to eight episode. It doesn't necessarily have to be 10 episodes, but then again, you know, if they can tell a story, a concise story within six episodes, go for it. But sometimes I feel like much like Falcon and Winter Soldier, it could have used a little bit more meat in the pot in order for me to enjoy it because it's still not my favorite uh, series. And I'm sure we'll get into more of the premiere series ranking here in a bit. But yeah, um, as I was saying, you know, it's with with uh, with Marvel. It's that's the only concern that I have when it comes to these. It's you know how how long can you go with getting away with like the six episode run? When I mean th- these are essentially cut like movies, especially Hawkeye. I mean episodes one and two literally happen back to back. Like honestly, you can cut it into a way where it's just one long, this is a two hour, you know, premiere event type thing. You know what I mean? And I'm sure they might've actually done that during the premiere, kind of just edited them together because it just feels like a movie itself, but you know, cut down, but it's, I don't know. Um, I, I am enjoying it though. You know, the Christmas vibes and, you know, just the, the actual um, story being built around six days before Christmas is a nice touch as well because I believe the series, I believe the series will actually um, end on December twenty second, a few days before the same day that Matrix: The Resurrections comes out. So, yeah. But uh, well, what did you think about like the other side character, you know, like Kate's mom, her, um, her? Well, actually, let's. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we kind of get carried away. We'll get a little bit of spoilers here and then close out. But Deva, what, what did you think about the side characters? Do you do you think it works for this? Because I actually feel like this is more grounded than Falcon and Winter Soldier personally, but that's just me. Let's take a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Yeah, I think the side characters so far are working because there's just a lot of mystery surrounding them. We don't really know uh, what Eleanor Bishop is up to. We don't know what uh, Jack Duquesne is up to. He's uh, he's doing some shady things. Be able to see how their characters develop going forward. And, of course, Yelena is going to be coming. I don't know how we're going to handle Yelena and Kate Bishop on the same screen. And Echo. It's just... It's just too much. So did we did we actually see Echo already? Was that the lady? Yeah, towards... the end of episode two. Okay. See, I thought she was younger for some reason. Because like She's when they're, young. I mean, like probably thirties, late twenties. Yeah, I guess I was thinking more mid twenties. I don't know why, but I guess just from the um, artwork I have seen of Echo, she seems a bit younger. But I am glad that, you know, she's she's here. You know, we have our first. That was a really cool scene at the end there. That song was really cool that they had playing. And she's just like kind of listening to it through the through the bass. 
Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's it, it's it's all about that base, baby. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so yeah, hopefully. I mean, Echo is connected to Daredevil in a lot of ways. So I don't know if we're going to get like a glimpse of Daredevil, but we finally well, have all Echo. the room. All the rumors we've been hearing are that Kingpin's going to show up oh, at some point. It has it has to be because it, it's New York. And yeah, it's street level crime. Yeah, Tracks street level mafia. That is true. Because, like, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm wondering how Yelena is going to, how, how they're going to, I guess, reintroduce her into the series. Because, like we said, it's, well, we already got the first two episodes, so I mean, it's, it's only running for five weeks. So we only have four I have more. a feeling it's going to be it's going to be a stinger at one of the end of these episodes coming up where the, she's going to crash the party because she's angry at Clint. <laughs> I still can't get over that uh, the picture towards the end of... Um, um, Black Widow, when like the lady who's like recruiting like the Thunderbolts, she like shows him a picture of Clint, and it's like it's the cleanest, like the Mohawk, nicest picture of Clint you'll ever see. It's like it's not like oh you know we we got like a mugshot of him or whatever, like you know crossing street corner or whatever. It's like no, it's it's like a framed posed picture of Clint Barton, and I absolutely love it. It's fantastic. But uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add to our review here before we get into scores and close out here? Not not a lot of action so far. We had that that fight scene, a couple fight scenes in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Not too much in the second episode. I thought the LARPing stuff was kind of overplayed, like in just in general media. Like if you've seen role models, you've seen that already. So it's like it just feels like it's over. It's overdone. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that's all I had to say. Just couple it's just very it's a very familiar formula so far with the the old grizzled veteran finding a young apprentice and at first he's not not sure what what she's about and doesn't really have faith or trust in her but of course she's gonna he's gonna end up finding a bond a bond with her and liking her and training her in the end yeah just the classic formula oh yeah it's 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 the classic you know batman and robin formula you know it's you know, Robin's always been mini Batman and, you know, even with um, Red Arrow and Green Arrow and uh, in DC, you know, that that's essentially the, the DC counterparts here. But got to remember, no, no comic book idea is original at all. There's a reason why there's a Deadpool and a Deathstroke and they look so similar. And, you know, there's Darkseid and Thanos who also look so similar, but it's like. There's no original idea when it comes to comic books whatsoever. But I, I do have to point out because I, it, it was kind of like a throwaway line. Um, of course, in Lucky, the, the dog, the one-eyed dog, I thought I thought that was a nice touch. <laughs> She's like, don't you dare ruin this apartment. Looks back at him like, I'm watching you. <laughs> I, I don't know. When it comes to Haley Seinfeld's screen presence, it I just can't help but just enjoy myself because she just... She just effortly, effortlessly. She's a star. She is. She she really is. I mean, three. She's she's in three shows back to back to back. Um, when I was when I did check season three of Dickinson was sitting at hundred percent audience and tomato meter. I'm not sure if it's like that anymore. Uh, season one of Arcane, hundred percent uh, Rotten Tomato meter, ninety eight percent audience score. Um, I haven't checked Hawkeye in a bit. Uh, but it goes around 87, 87. That's not bad. I mean, that's actually pretty good. So I, I, I am looking forward to the rest of the series, but really quick before we get out here, Devin, where does Hawkeye, at least the C- series premiere, 
where does that rank amongst the other shows that you that, that we watch when it comes to Disney? WandaVision, Loki, What If, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I gotta gotta dig back into the memory bank here. Do you have yours uh, ready to go? Yeah, I do. So actually, and I actually got this idea uh, thanks to uh, Leo over at Geekly Goods. He tweeted about this earlier today. So for me, it was number one was WandaVision. Uh, when it, this is when it comes to series premieres. Uh, number one is WandaVision. Number two actually is Hawkeye for me. Number three is Loki. Number four is What If? And number five is The Falcon and Winter Soldier. But I feel like Hawkeye, like Hawkeye and Loki can kind of go back and forth because, I mean, I liked the intro to Loki, but it wasn't until like the later episodes until I was like extremely convinced. Now, granted, you know, we haven't seen the rest of Hawkeye yet, but as far as series premieres goes, you know, WandaVision, I feel like it's always going to be my, my number one, but yeah. So that's, that's pretty much my, uh, my nice little ranking there. Um, I know I was talking to a few people and they kind of got into the, you know, always, always get into, Oh, which series is better. Everyone has their favorite series. You know, it, there's a reason why there's so many because there, there's always that type of, you know, I, I know people who love Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier and it's just, not me. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't think it's trash. I think it's a bit, a bit of a snooze fest, but you know, that's, that's just my uh, humble opinion. So Devin, what do you got for me? All right. I'm going to go, I got to look up what the premiere of what if even was, because I don't remember. That was the uh, Captain Carter. It was, it was. So I'm going to go uh, Loki one and then Hawkeye. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Then what if? Then WandaVision. Uh, you, WandaVision never at the bottom, Devin. Yep, Devin. You know what? Never, never going back to watch that one. That's for sure. Why? It's ah. Uh, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Before I get myself all riled up, it's fine. So. Um, and really quick, give me, give not- me my give me my my color television. Oh my day. gosh. I, I will say really quick, shout out to the uh, the Katniss Everdeen uh, joke in there. I thought that was pretty funny. I didn't think that I didn't think they were actually going to say anything about it. And then <laughs> they're just like walking down the street, like, "Oh, people love you, Hawkeye." And she's like, "Look, there's you right there." He's like, "That's not me. That's Katniss Everdeen." I'm like, "Oh, there we go." There. Yeah, and we just go. just to uh, just to pour some gas on the fire here, Falcon Winter Soldier season one premiere, higher IMDb rating than WandaVision. <sighs> Whatever. Ah, everyone's a critic. What if what if has the lowest? Not not a lot of people liked the Captain Carter one. Uh, I mean, I it was just familiar. It was okay. I mean, it didn't get me super pumped for the rest of the series. I mean that that one was probably the most random out of all of them. Um, I mean, Falcon could have been. I think it could have been better, but you know they they ran into a lot of complications with that, and the, the show's forever scarred because of it. But. I don't know. People just don't like good television. It's fine. <laughs> yes, I like my television in color. Uh, uh, it's it's fine. All right, so let's get into our rankings here. Rankings, or not, excuse me, not rankings, ratings of Hawkeye Episode 1 and 2. Devin, what would you score Hawkeye Episode 1? Again, which is titled Never Meet Your Heroes, and Episode 2, which is titled Hide and Seek. 
I feel like I've been using this score a lot, but I'm just going to go with 85. Just super, super solid. Um, I had a couple issues with, like I said, the LARPing scene was a bit overused and just general. generally it is a bit formulaic so far, but we'll see how the next few episodes go. It is very exciting to see what happens next. And uh, yeah, Elena is coming. She is coming. Elena. She's coming. Uh, for me, for episode one, for Never Meet Your Heroes, I'm actually also going to go, uh, ooh, man. Like, so I rewatched, well, actually, I only got to rewatch one of them today because I was able to um, watch them a bit earlier. Uh, thank you for to Disney Plus for sending that out uh, for me. Um, but on, I, I did like episode two just because it was more, you know, it, it doesn't waste any time. Like episode two and onward, you know, we're finally just getting the Kate and Clint type of um, interactions that, you know, the entire series is based off of. Um, I think episode one did a fantastic job, especially it was, it was all about Kate, essentially, you know, Hawkeye was there, but, you know, it's all about introducing Kate. And then from episode two on, hopefully, you know, it's just going to be more crazy uh, adventures with these two uh, bow and arrow um, people, these nice little archers that we have. But um, for episode one, I'll give it 85 for episode two. I'll give it like an 87 just because I really do enjoy the, the conversations between Clint and Kate are fantastic. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a race down. It's, it's the classic uh, Christmas trope, you know, like all this stuff is happening before Christmas and six days before Christmas, what's going to happen? We don't know. So it pretty much, wraps up our review of hot guy episode one and two again thank you for everyone who tuned in we will be doing these on a weekly basis like we have with loki and falcon winter soldier and invincible and uh the what if series uh, give or take there we, we missed a few of the what if uh, episodes in there but hey we, we, we still enjoy the heck out of them but what's coming up on the podcast you ask well we have our harry potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1 review dropping on November 26th, a.k.a. Black Friday. And then we're going to be closing out. We're finally here, Devin. I can't believe it. Closing out our Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 review that will be dropping December 3rd. And we're also going to be uh, in between there. We're going to try to squeeze in our Encanto review. And we have a we have another movie series uh, dropping here on the show. I don't want to give out too much stuff. You know, want to kind of let Harry Potter play out. You give it its due. And then we'll definitely be back. Follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. Again, that's Optics with an X. To find out what the next movie series is going to be to close out this year. So... That pretty much does it for today. Always, as always, thank you, Devin, for coming on. So let's get out of here. We hope everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Eat as much turkey stuffing and mac and cheese until your heart is content. <laughs> until I'm thankful you're... for Haley Seinfeld. What's up? I'm thankful for Haley Seinfeld. I am also thankful for Haley Seinfeld. So I'm definitely gonna go. I'm gonna go watch some uh, some Kingsman. Got, we got i mean i'm i'm gonna go see that one myself you know i, I gotta support my brits 100 but let's close out of here and that's a wrap for today thank you all for listening and if you enjoy the show leave us a five-star rating and review on apple podcast and follow us on twitter and instagram to stay in the know 
That was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.